0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ninth episode of the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, a new episode comes out each weekend, and we'll have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that I feel y'all, the audience, may enjoy. Now, for this episode, we're doing something just a little bit different. I'll be talking with another person. Uh, Yes, that's right. Today is our first ever episode with a guest. My guest is currently the head equipment manager at jmu one of the funniest guys i've ever met scott smith woo yeah we do have a crowd here don't worry about that so um scott how are you doing
1: good good Can't
0: <laughs> um so have you done anything kind of like this before
1: uh i've done a couple radio interviews but never any podcasts podcast.
0: Uh, well man that must be nice to actually be on a podcast sure thing <laughs> It's not like this is going to get a ton of views anyway, so you don't have to worry. <laughs> so, uh, you ready to get into things? Yeah. Let's go. So, um, can you give us some personal and professional background?
1: Um, well, I'm from South Georgia, Savannah to be specific. Went, did my undergrad at Georgia Southern University. Um, met my wife there doing equipment management. Uh, after that, moved to Jacksonville, Florida. Worked for the Jaguars for a year. Moved out to Montana for a year and worked at Montana State University. And then last March, uh, moved to Harrisburg. Moved and uh, been working as the head football equipment manager at JMU now for about a year and a half.
0: Nice, nice. So we, you already alluded to what, was, what your first job was in equipment. But um, how did you get into equipment?
1: Well, I was a senior in high school and I played football in high school. And one of my position coaches uh, played football at Georgia Southern, and I just kind of mentioned to him that you know when I got to college, I didn't want to play football, but I definitely wanted to stay um, around the football team in some way. Asked him if he knew anybody, and he knew the head equipment manager there, who was still there from when he was a player. So he called him up, and I had a phone interview a few weeks later, and got offered a scholarship and just kind of went from there started as my first day of uh moving into state into my dorm in statesboro was the first day of camp
0: wow yeah that must that must have been kind of weird just kind of getting into equipment not necessarily knowing a lot about it
1: it was a little different i mean i figured i was going to be going out running around at football practice didn't really know what to expect with the off the field stuff but i fell in love with it pretty quick and um i kind of knew what i wanted to do when i got in college but this definitely uh overtook that and that's definitely i knew what i wanted to do pretty quick
0: nice so um what what made you choose equipment as a career
1: um i think it was just that i was going to work every day and it didn't feel like work it was just something that i enjoyed doing i liked uh even at georgia southern things were pretty traditional but um having some influence within the uniforms and We did one alternate uniform a year. Where at JMU we've got multiple combos, so it's definitely a a different world. But just having uh, that behind the scenes, getting to work with my hands and on football helmets and shoulder pads and stuff every day, and design new looks and decal helmets and all of it was just—it didn't feel like work.
0: Yeah, and what you said earlier, you know, enjoying what you're doing, you know, that's really kind of the most important part when you're trying to look for something to, uh, you know, to work. Um, so early, earlier you mentioned you worked for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, how was the experience of working with an NFL team like that?
1: It was a lot different. Um, Georgia Southern was FCS, similar to JMU when I got there. We moved up to FBS and played in a bowl game in my last game, but none of that compares to what it's like being on a sideline for a professional football game. Um, just being around those players and, and guys that you see – you know, they're all over TV. People are always talking about them, and they're in your locker room. It was a different experience. Um, it was fun. It was, you know, a lot of good guys are in those locker rooms, and it was just different to see, you know, an NFL team's relationship with Nike compared to, you know, someone like JMU's relationship with Nike. And, and of course, there's all the, the new era and, and Under Armour and Adidas and everything else you get there, and it's just completely different side that uh, you don't really get at the college level.
0: Yeah. Um, so what were some of your favorite memories w- with the Jags?
1: Um, just a lot of locker room stuff. <laughs> some can't be repeated. But just some of those interactions with uh, guys on the team and and um, with the guys in that equipment room was a lot of fun. But probably the, the top experiences were um, going to Nashville for a Thursday night football game um, and going to London for that game was, was pretty cool.
0: So um, I know this – necessarily wasn't a question i gave you early um but just kind of who are some of the players not that they'll listen that you uh (laughs) that you liked while you were in jacksonville
1: oh man i i loved working with uh paul puzzle he's got to be at the top just because paul was everything um that you want out of just a stand-up human being that's the guy that you like you want your daughter to bring home one day. Paul he was awesome. Um, Telvin Smith was a lot of fun. Jalen Ramsey gets a lot of attention off the field these days but he's a lot of fun in the locker room and he's one of those that would come into the equipment room a good bit and just joke around. He was, he was always, um, maybe it's because he's young, but he was always looking to have fun and enjoy what he was doing. I like that about him. Uh, Blake Bortles, everybody knows Blake from the Barstool podcast and stuff, and he is exactly like that all the time, just pretty laid back. um So definitely, definitely sad he's no longer a jag, but I'd say those guys were probably probably the best in there.
0: Yeah, and as as an avid NFL fan, it, I think it's really cool that you mentioned like a lot of those big name guys. And
1: yeah, I mean, and, and for every big name guy, there's a small name guy. I mean, we had. um they probably wouldn't like hearing us. I called him a small-name guy. But it's just there was the, um, like, Sendarek Marks had a great career at Auburn, long career in the NFL. He was really fun. But, you know, you don't see him on NFL Network every day. He was, he was awesome. And, you know, the same for, like, Tyson Alualu and um, just a few of those other guys that you don't necessarily hear their name all the time, but they're definitely a big deal in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, And, you know, just, just a JMU shout-out, uh, Josh Wells, right? Yeah,
1: Wellsy was there while I was there. Um, you know, quiet guy, definitely showed up all the time and just wanted to get to work and, and get his stuff done. And um, there's just a lot of professionals in that locker room. That, you know, it's professional football, but they're there to do a job, and they show up, and you typically don't have, you know, too many problems with those guys, which – shocks a lot of people that don't work in sports when you tell them but the professional guys are there for a reason they're pros they know what they're doing they know what's expected of them and you know you don't really have too many problems with them.
0: yeah um so throughout throughout your time just kind of with equipment um not necessarily in the nfl but college as well what cities have been your favorite um that you have traveled to and then along with that what cities would you like to travel to for work
1: um London definitely was the coolest place I've ever been. Um, Nashville's up there pretty high, but if I'm going with like college stuff, um, I have fond memories of Gainesville, Florida just because we uh, beat the University of Florida while I was there. so that was that was a cool experience. but really the the NFL cities are great. Houston was awesome. Buffalo was in November was cold, but it was it was a great experience. You drive through early in the morning, getting to the stadium to set up, and Bill's Mafia is already out there in full force. So those are really cool. Um, I would say places I haven't been that I'd like to go. I mean, logistically with equipment, it's a pain in the butt, but some of these international games that colleges have done would be cool, or going over for um, you know, camp or spring ball like Michigan's done in the past. Like Just any foreign cities would be really cool. I've, se- I've seen most of the big cities in the United States, I don't really know where else. Um, in the U.S., I'd like to go to for a game that I haven't already. I guess maybe L.A. I haven't been out there for a game.
0: So obviously, no, no Alabama, because we, we, you know,
1: <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. I've been to I've been to Tuscaloosa for a game, two thousand eleven. Georgia Southern played down there. I've been to Birmingham um, a couple times. Um, so I mean, I, I've been down there. It's 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 hot. it's it's just it's hot and there's not a lot else other than a football stadium in all those cities so it is what it is
0: yeah and you know with you know you've only been here like a year and you know the biggest game that i've been to is nc state biggest stadium i've been to right and you know i'd love to go other places but obviously this year now we're playing west virginia Mm -hmm. probably not as good as nc state but still you know pretty nice to actually it's, go to
1: up in there it's, it's a nice stadium it's cool they Morgantown loves their football so I mean it's not it's the same as NC State where you're not looking up at 100,000 fans but I mean you you go to school here at JMU you know you don't need 100,000 to create a good atmosphere so if 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 you've got enough fans in the, in the stands and they're rowdy 20,000 100,000 it doesn't matter it's going to be an experience
0: yeah so um his when I wrote down this question, I kinda had two things in mind when it came to this one. Um, so I wanna hear your opinion on this. What would you say is the most strenuous task an equipment manager has to do?
1: Um, strenuous, I mean, I don't know. There's, that can be interpreted a lot of ways, but I would say the most difficult thing we do is is probably just trying to keep everyone happy. I mean, the coaches all have their, equipment wants clothing wants i mean everyone's different everyone likes different clothes and we're ordering everyone's um clothes and putting logos on it and that's there's a lot to keep in mind there but same goes for the players you know you got 20 to 30 coaches and staff and 105 players so there's just a lot of people to just try to keep happy and keep a service uh for whether it's laundry or you know keeping them clothed there's a lot that goes into it just making sure everyone's needs are met i'd say that's probably the most mental part of the job as far as taxing but i mean there's there's a lot of things whether it's loading the truck i mean that's really physical uh strenuous there but camp camp's hot camp's hot you know camp gets really hot out there and especially on turf and that can uh that can certainly be physically exhausting the long days there but it's uh there's a lot of different faces that you wear with this job and they're all difficult in their own unique way.
0: Yeah. You no, know, I, I agree with you with like the hot days you've seen, what's happened to me on hot days when I work.
1: Hey, you gotta drink water. Man. Yeah.
0: Um, but you know, when I thought about this, I was thinking, well, one laundry, cause it takes, sometimes it can take a while.
1: Yeah. Especially game laundry that if there's any stains involved, it's, it takes a while, but luckily we got some, some pretty strong chemical cocktails we throw at it.
0: Yeah, and then uh, the other one, just that was just kind of tailored to me because I'm not the great, at, the best at it. Is building and uh, kind of taking apart helmets. Oh yeah,
1: that that part doesn't bother me too much. But that's just you get into a groove and you can do a hundred in a day. It just you got to get into that groove and not have someone come up and bother you. And, and that's that's mainly, the hints back at what I was saying earlier. Is, the hardest part is you are providing a service to so many people that when you are building, you know, we have 600 helmets in stock. When these things come back from reconditioning and you're build, trying to build helmets and get something done, a lot of people will come in, they need something from you. So they kind of interrupt you. So that's that's another part of it. If you could just sit down and do a job, it's not bad.
0: Obviously, I, I have not gotten into that groove. So, um, but, so have, so this this job can be long like game days Mm -hmm. it it could take forever especially for you you know since you're the head and you know you have to be here until everything's done um so how how have the hours been like have they been hard on you and your wife
1: um yeah i mean they're definitely difficult um in seasons harder than than you know off season obviously but we try to do (laughs) I joke that the summer is a season of its own because we try to do so much on the weekends because we actually have weekends that we were at a concert um, this past weekend. We're going to D.C. in a couple weekends, and we end up tiring ourselves out over the summer just because we're traveling so much and doing so much. But it it is in season. She's you know doing all the home stuff by herself, and that takes a toll on her where I'm not there to cook and help with dishes and do all that stuff, but she's... I'm lucky that I got a good one that will bring meals up to the facility on late nights. And, um, and she did this as a student manager with me. Um, so she kind of gets it. I can tell her, you know, it's game laundry and she knows what that means. So it all helps. It hadn't been, uh, it hadn't been anything too difficult, but definitely by the time the season ends, she's, um, she's ready for it to be over.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so as you said, you got here last year, uh, so, last spring. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what was your first impression of JMU when you first got here?
1: It was a lot different. Um, the campus was more colonial and um, stately, I guess, than the universities I've been with in the past. Um, it had a different feel to it. I could definitely tell there was, you know, a lot of money and care put into this university by the alumni and, and boosters for athletics and stuff like that. And you could tell that – JMU means a lot to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, um, and so when you got here, obviously there were a couple of students. Mm-hmm. Um, did you f- did you find it hard to adapt to us, like, as students when you first got here?
1: You know, not really. I mean, students, especially now, don't want to hear this, but students everywhere are students. I mean, you talk about the kids that were freshmen when I was at, out, headed out the door at Georgia Southern. Um and then the kids I had at Montana State and here, I mean they're all quirky. They all have their own personalities, and every staff is is a little different. But, you know, they were dabbing at Montana State just like you kids dab here. It's 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 it keeps me young. But the student staffs are always um, a unique group of kids that they really make this whole thing tick. But they I wouldn't say it was hard to adapt to them. Um, it was fun. It was interesting to get to know the staff and see, you know, who's who's the black sheep, who's the one that everyone rags on, who's the hardest worker, and you learn all that and um, you have fun with it.
0: So, who is the hardest worker? No, just kidding. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> who's your favorite? Don't answer that one either. Um, <laughs> I already know who it is, but we'll we'll keep it under wraps for the oh, others okay, to. Good. Yeah. No one gets their feelings hurt. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. <laughs> uh what has been your favorite part since coming here
1: um i just i think the best part's been just the the challenge really it's it's been different for me it's it's a unique challenge that i haven't encountered anywhere else in my career where you got this fine line of we're trying to protect jmu's traditions while still keeping things fresh um There's a lot of schools and teams out there and fans that are fans of teams other than JMU that look to us to see what uniforms we're bringing out, what we're doing. We are the gold standard of FCS and and there's a a lot of pressure on that, but at the same time we've got a fan base that likes that and we've also got a fan base that wants the traditions and wants to keep things simple. So we've gotta kinda continue to grow our brand outside of Harrisonburg and JMU um, alumni and stuff while keeping those alumni happy and looking like JMU on TV.
0: So um, you know, we've been through kind of what your equipment career. So if you could go back and give your younger self any advice, whether it's just at the start of getting to equipment or just being in school, what would it be?
1: Probably, you know, I thought about this question and it's a it's a, there's so many things. Drink less, that's one. Um, <laughs> on top of that, I mean, just live in the moment, really. I mean, there's so many things where, and I tell students when they get here, um, if they haven't done this before, you're going to get through camp and you'll be like oh that was long glad we made it through there first game will roll around and then you'll blink and you'll be you know in the ninth game and we're talking about playoff picture and you're like wait a minute where'd the season go and I think that's something that I've definitely dealt with I mean I've been doing this for 10 seasons now where I haven't seen a game that's not you know from the sideline and you just look back and I'll meet with old uh equipment friends that i was students with and stuff and they'll talk about do you remember that game we were at Sanford. it was 2012 and we threw for 400 yards we've never done that and i was like no i don't because it just you just you're so focused on the job sometimes and you're already thinking about how am i going to get these trunks packed up what do we need to do when the game ends how long is it going to take us to get home i got laundry after that you don't stop and just watch the football game smell the roses pay attention to what's going on around you and the fun parts of the job are easy to neglect because the fun parts aren't necessarily the parts that get you yelled at so.
0: yeah and you know what you said is like you know if you blink it it's almost close to the end you know that's what's happened with me i've done this like all four years and i yeah. can't believe i'm getting ready to be a senior it's like mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to think about that so yep,
1: it'll be over before you know it.
0: unfortunately but, um, so now that we've gotten to know you, maybe just a little too well, um, I want to make this a little fun. So I'm going to call this, which do you prefer? So I'm going to give you two things and you can tell me, and then we can maybe talk about it a little bit briefly. Mm-hmm. So, um, first one, Marvel DC. Uh, Marvel.
1: Uh, I love Aquaman. I always liked Aquaman growing up. Everyone laughs at that. But, I mean, you can't beat the Marvel movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Movies, TV shows?
1: Um, I'd say I'm more of a TV show guy. I like finding shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime and stuff that have a few seasons on them and just binge watching.
0: Yeah, I like TV shows. And, you know, movies, you can have a lot of – you can fit a lot in a lot of time, too. So it's – especially when you have one that's, like, three hours long yeah um disney universal
1: i don't know man i hate theme parks i just they're hot there's a lot of walking involved you're standing in line most of the day and i'm not a huge like roller coaster guy just i never i never understood standing in line for an hour and a half to ride something for a minute and then it's over i've never been a big theme park guy i mean as a kid i guess disney um but I haven't been to a theme park since I was probably 16.
0: Interesting. I haven't been to a theme park since spring break. Um, <laughs> pro, college sports?
1: Um, if it's football, college, everything else pro. I don't, I'm not a big basketball guy, but uh, pro soccer, pro baseball. But I can't nothing beats college football.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's for damn sure. Um, Gatorade, Powerade?
1: Um, Gatorade, but... Everything else, Coke products.
0: Hmm, interesting. I'm from um, Georgia, so... Yeah. Uh, X-Men, Avengers.
1: Avengers, no doubt.
0: Hmm, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't really say anything, but... Uh, here, this this is going to be the one that gets everybody's... Uh, like, everybody on their toes. LeBron or Jordan?
1: Jordan. I'm a 90s kid.
0: All right, yeah. Um, I'm more of a Jordan person. I'm going to stop it there, so... Um Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling.
1: It's a very weird question. Well, but Ryan Reynolds.
0: I mean, how could you not choose Ryan Reynolds? You have to. I mean, come on, Deadpool does Is Deadpool. Yeah. Um, Thanos Joker.
1: Uh Thanos had a point, but you can't beat the Joker's uh character in the um Dark Knight.
0: Very true. And then the last one, and this is gonna hold like kind of the biggest biggest umph here me or mark
1: um the correct answer is anyone but aaron
0: oh that is okay that is the exact truth uh well thanks scott for actually being on it was fun um so looking forward for uh the audience i will release one um next week as well in regards to um, the subject, I am still not sure. So, feel free to comment on Facebook or Instagram. And if you've been listening, I'm talking to you, family. If you if you want to promote the page on Facebook, please do it. I want to get more viewers. I am begging. Um, and yes, I know this sounds weird, but um, do it. Do whatever you can to promote it if you want, or just. You know, comment what you want want me to talk about and all that. So, hopefully, we'll get another guest on, and maybe Scott will get more people to want to do this. So, (laughs) um, goodbye, adios, however you say goodbye. Hope you hope you guys have a good week.